0: and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live from the studio, shop and warehouse at the world headquarters of Finally the Knitting Corner, located in the heart of Prospect Park. We are your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, Natalie, and Stephanie. And a huge thanks to our listeners from joining us from their corner of the world. So today is a special topic. We will be asking Kathy anything, um, and I'll explain a little bit in a second. But right now, it's time to grab a drink and listen up because we're about to get started. So let's start with uh, what's on our needles, ladies. How's that?
1: Great. All right. your first, Brianna. Go for it.
0: Yeah. I'm... <laughs> I'm struggling. I still got the same thing on my needles right now.
1: I'm <laughs> um, doing the summer
0: soundtrack. I've I've been really tired the last couple of weeks just with everything. So it's been just knitting a teeny bit, not as much as I'd like to, but that's what's on my needles.
2: It happens. Okay, so on my needles, I'm, I'm kind of with you, Brianna. I, I've got the same projects, but I have been working on them. So actually tonight, I'm gonna to finish this love note. I'm almost done the second sleeve. It will be done tonight. Very exciting. I am also doing the hipster and there are Christmas stockings because it is that time of year. All right, Natalie, what's on yours?
1: I'm working on a color block blanket and I am a little bit over halfway done. So hopefully I'll be able to finish that up. If not this weekend, then maybe next weekend. Nice.
3: And for me, I'm a broken record over here. Christmas stocking for Henry when I'm in the car and cable blanket when I can keep my eyes open past eight o'clock.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't have kids, but that's how I feel.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. you just know when to put that project down too. That's yes. No so bad. You just keep picking it up and one day. It's done. Mm-hmm. It works. So yep. today's episode topic
0: is our Ask Kathy Anything segment, where last week we had asked our knitters to send in questions that they would like to ask Kathy. And it could have been anything, whether it was knitting questions, professional questions, personal questions, anything, it doesn't matter. Um, so they, all of the questions were emailed to us this week, which was awesome. Thank you everybody for participating. Um, Kathy just told me before we started recording that she didn't peek at any of the questions so these will all be a surprise to her Um, and we did have so many questions coming in and um some cheaters sending in multiple questions and questions with multiple parts in them but that's okay because there's so many of them we may think about doing a part two so keep an eye out for that possibility Um, so should we start here let's go for it Okay, um, so the, the rules of this game are um, myself, Natalie and Stephanie will be question askers and Kathy will be answering them to the best of her ability. All right.
2: I'm nervous. It going? <laughs> so, I'm, excited. Um, let's,
0: I'm, I'm gonna start with an easy one. Um, okay. So the first question Kathy is from Julie. At what age did you start knitting.
2: Okay. I started knitting when I was a child, about eight years old, and I knitted for three years. My mom taught me, of course, you know, my mom was a knitter and she loved teaching children. So my mom taught me, I started at eight and I retired at 11 and I retired at 11 because of my mom being a mom, and this is, you know, this is love. You, you didn't want me to have to learn the hard stuff. So she would cast on for me. She would bind off for me. And I kept asking her, will you teach me how to do that? And, um, She didn't, which is okay, because she always was willing to help me. But i put down my needles then for just about 30 years after that. So um, my second get started knitting again was probably when I was about 41 years old. How do I spell my name or something? Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'll ask that one. How do
2: you spell your name? (laughs) I spell my name Um, with a C. I'm gonna answer that question. I spell my name with a C, C (laughs) C-A-T-H-Y. That is my full name. I am not Catherine or Kathleen. I am simply Kathy, just Kathy, as I used to say.
1: All right. <laughs> I love that. All right, um, so I'll ask the next question from the next category, and it is from Kat, and she says, who will be taking
2: over classes? That's a great question. So as I'm getting ready to retire, which is effective December 31st, we are all shifting into... Um, a new, new things, new opportunities. So right now that's an open question. It's the shop as you knew it with classes, which were once in person and now online, we will not be doing that any longer, but stay tuned. It's really important right now to make sure that you look for our emails and open and read those emails because, um, you know, things keep evolving and that's our best way to communicate. So you've got to open them and read them. Don't ignore them. These are not like, you know, the, the when you get from Wawa every day, if they tell me one more time that coffee is free on Tuesdays, I'm like, I know it, but it's <laughs> Thursday. <laughs> All right. All right. So Tina, I
3: would like to know, she says, I am a relatively new knitter and I want to know how can I continue to grow my skills and learn new ones without classes?
2: Wow. These are hard questions. Um, mm-hmm. So, well, first of all, it is really, I think it's so, thank you for that question and your thought on how do I keep growing. I just think that is such a part of knitting to keep it interesting um, and gratifying, keep learning. So my answer to that is going to be similar to what I'm going to, um, my answer to Kat's question as well is please stay tuned, please keep reading our emails and, and we'll do our best to keep you informed on what our futures are all looking like there's you know there's just lots of great ideas um as far as learning the one thing i would say that i I, you know this is just in general as you are continuing to learn which is great remember when you're learning to do it in a sequence that you're building skills um sensibly building skills you know you're not tackling 20 new things in a project because they're all things you want to learn. If you do that, you're going to hate that project. So really just you know, be careful, learn, like we like to do here at the knitting Shop, you know, maybe learn two or three skills in each project. So pace yourself on learning and make it that you're, you're on a journey. You're building skills, building skills, building skills. But stay tuned, read those emails. I guess that's going to be my answer tonight. Read your emails. <laughs> Listen to the podcast. All right.
0: So, um, this next question is from Stephanie, and she's asking Were you born and raised in Prospect Park? And do you and Ed plan on staying there or are you planning on moving?
2: Oh, oh, I love this. I love to talk about these things. So, I was actually born in Norwood. And for those of us who live in the neighborhood, I say I was born and raised in Prospect Park. I was born in Norwood. And um, I uh, was born, the first house that I lived in was on Urban Avenue. And for people who live in the Interboro School District, we all know Urban Avenue because it, um, I don't know, it's just that street that a lot of people know. My parents, this is a little, per, a little background of us. My mom and dad loved Urban Avenue so much. My mother grew up on Urban Avenue. Um, it's a fascinating street because it's divided in the middle of the block urban avenue is in Glen Olden and in the middle of block it changes to Norwood it's fascinating
0: oh, oh God.
2: So there lived on urban avenue in one two four different locations <laughs> all on urban avenue the last one being where I live where I was born so then when my brother was born or when my brother was just about to be born we did need another bedroom and that's when my mom and dad bought their house in Prospect Park which was 1962 so I've lived in Prospect Park since 1962. <laughs> I have no plans. I have no desire to leave this place. I, I love Prospect Park. I love where I am. So we're staying. All right. I love it. Here's a
1: good one It's from our very own Brianna. And it is, how many people do you
2: think you've taught how to knit? Oh my goodness. You know, we've always said we should figure this out. So mathematically, does anybody have a calculator right there? Yeah. Um, Okay, so let's figure this out. So we, on average, we did three beginner classes a year on average. Let's say that we've done more than that, but I'd say that's a fair number, three a year. And on average, we've had 12 people in each class. So that would be 36 knitters a year. And we have been teaching beginner knitting since we opened. So 18 years. So 18 times 36. Are you going to do that math in your head? Uh -uh. (laughs) Uh-uh. That's right. 650. Oh, well, that's a cool number. So maybe about 650. That would be adult knitters. And then, of course, and this is just something to you remember and, wow, our distant past, um, teaching children, our summer camps and our Friday afternoons. I can't even begin to imagine how many we had there, but that's gotta add at least another 100 people to that number. Oh, possibly more. Uh, Were you gonna go for two? Okay, I wanted to go for 200 too, I wasn't sure. Okay, so let's say 850 people is our best guess. All right. That's crazy, okay. Great number.
3: My headset was all the way up to my, my head. It was crazy. Okay. So Julie, (laughs) it's crazy over here. Um, Julie would like to know, is there a project that you haven't done yet, but you're really looking forward to knitting when you retire? And what is that project?
2: Wow. So yeah, I will tell you, I've had several sleepless nights lately, nothing, nothing bad. I just wake up and start dreaming about like, what yarn do I want to make sure I have What projects am I thinking about doing? So I I haven't picked the specific pattern yet that I'm going to be doing, but I do know that in this coming year, my personal goal is to knit probably three sweaters for me, one for Ed and one for my... um, I've always wanted to knit a sweater for my brother, but I gotta make sure he's gonna wear that thing. Yeah. But I think he will. So I really, this year I have a personal goal to knit like five adult size sweaters. That's the biggie, but I haven't picked the patterns yet. Um, Ed was putting on a sweater the other day and he loves it and he wears it well. Um, we did the um, uh, the one from Rambling Rose on the last calendar with the garter band down the side. Can you think of the name of it?
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Oh, gosh. Um, Well, it'll come to me. Uh, And so I I, I think I'm going to knit him again a sweater that he already has. But we wear sweaters every day in the cold weather. It's an everyday sweater. Um, So that's probably the only one that I'd be closest to. And then there is another project that I want to do. I've been dreaming about this also. And I think I'm going to knit a Rambling Rose blanket. Mm -hmm. I haven't knit one of those for a while. And I want to do it out of the ultra wool. You know, I love the wool. It is washable and I want to do it in a color scheme that kind of goes with the furnishings of our home. So that would be two shades of green, like a really bright green, a gold, a gray. So something like that. So there's some ideas. Oh, these are great questions. Very cool. Um,
0: Okay. This one is a multiple parter um, and we're going to just shorten it a little bit because Gail thinks that Kathy can answer all these questions in the 30 minute podcast that we have. Um, So Gail is asking if you could have a meal with, she asked for three people, but let's just do one person for now, living or not, no family members, what meal would it be? Who would it be first? And what what are you eating and
2: where are you eating it? I have an answer to that. It is going to be, well, I'm not sure if I'm going to get the answers in the right order, but I'll just say it this way. It would be lunch with you girls, with Bri- Brianna, Natalie, and Stephanie. And it would be on the patio at the knitting shop, which like, that's a biggie. I, I don't know what I will do with Saturdays at lunchtime. Um, so it would be lunch with you gals and it would be on the patio. And our lunch, I guess it would probably most likely come from New London, That they're always mm-hmm. good probably our new london lunch that would be what it is
0: that's oh, yeah they're um, the best we can still do that we'll have to get creative about the location but lunch on saturday i'm always down
1: for it there we go absolutely <laughs> yeah that should remain a tradition i think <laughs> Once. A- <laughs> Um, All right. This next one is from Robin and it says, if someone wanted to open up a knitting shop, what would they need to know? Well, I would say what's the most important thing. Let's do like the top important thing that they would need to know.
2: Wow. Okay. So I, you know, I think this is true of all small businesses, but it it is. So a knitting shop, of course, you know, you've taken your passion, you've taken something that you love and now made it your work, for lack of a better word. It is work, it is a job, it is a business. Um, so I, I feel really strongly that a good background of business is important or the resources to you, available to you um, to know that you've got a good business plan, um, you know what you need to be responsible for. So, and just making decisions, like making budgeting decisions Mm -hmm. um those kinds of things so I think taking your passion and this is a tricky thing and this is not just knitting this is probably true of so many industries whether it is food or um whatever it is whatever your passion is and making it into your work now it is a job and with that comes the business component so I think the business components are really important yeah. Um, I'll tell you a funny. So as I'm telling you this, of course, I left business to do this, um, knowing I had a little bit of business background in my mind, but nothing spectacular, that's for sure. But, um, but anyway, and my mother, when we started in 2003, my mom, of course, was, you know, with me um, a couple of days a week, and and as we were dreaming about this and making our plan, I will always remember this conversation of saying to my mom, "Oh my gosh, mom, this is going to be so much fun. We'll be at the shop together, and we'll take turns like." If, if I'm not busy, you know, I'll go out and take a walk. And when I come back, you can go out and take a walk. And we were so excited for this. Like, look at, we're working, we're knitting, we're taking walks and that never happened because you're working. <laughs> My mother, like five years later in her sassy style said to me, so just when are we going to start taking those walks? Like, oh. <laughs> I'll get back to you, mom. <laughs> And, yeah well
3: now you do now you walk to and from the knitting shop See that? yeah Yep. Yeah, that's so mom I
1: did I did yeah. finally get my yeah. walk in yes. <laughs> <laughs> to be able to walk there was like two shop girls were there at the same time at the old store mm-hmm. so yeah. after you got shop girls too
2: <laughs> that was right yes yeah, so that was always I went you it's funny because I was thinking about the one day recently like how did we ever find time to do that but that was because we were there together and that's what I would do go out yeah Yeah. all right all right so stephanie would like to know and
3: i love this question um because i think we're actually all guilty of this so have you ever started a knitting project that you didn't finish what was it and
2: why didn't you finish it oh my gosh oh my gosh we've all done it i have and we have and you know i think it's um that is a great question and i think it's important that hold on i'm just grabbing it I happen to have it right here. Oh um, gosh. Oh God. <laughs> it is it. Yeah. But Before yeah. I do it, before I tell you what this is and tell you when I started it, um, I think it's important to give yourself permission to put something down and go, you know, this just isn't working for me right now. Maybe I'll come back to it. It's okay. You got to give yourself permission to put it down and let yourself go on. Don't let that stop you. Don't let that stop you. I do find that, my experience with knitters who are like, I'm not starting another project until I finish that one that I started 20 years ago. Well, sometimes they they lose their passion for knitting. You gotta be gentle on yourself, give yourself permission to put it down, give yourself permission to go on, pick new projects. It's like reading books, I think, except I don't read books. But, and that's probably why I don't read books is because I always thought, I have to read this whole book before I can start another book. And I think it's from you gals that I've learned differently that no people who read books have several books going at one time. And you know, it's, it's sometimes you rip right through a book and other times it takes a year to read the whole book. So in answer to the question, yeah, I do. And that project is called Raindrops. And if again I wish I wish we were virtual and you could see this, but here is the sweater. I have been working on this. Um, oh my goodness gracious since um, Well, I have notes on here. July. Oh my goodness gracious. Um, at least at least six years. I'm pretty sure I have been working on it longer than that. I see one date that has march 6 of 2016 on it so i remember
1: when you guys started that because i think you did it with a few other people right you started it together and i think we were at the old store i have a memory of you
2: showing me your yarn and we were at the old store and we were your that memory is exactly right natalie um exactly right so um so this is the project and i i still have it i haven't unraveled it it lives upstairs i'm supposed to work on it when i'm upstairs but i don't I have other things up here, but um, I, I have, I'm I'm gonna finish it someday probably. And if I don't, it's that it there it is. It is that story to say it's okay, put it down. It's okay. So it's real fast. I'll just mention too. This is this is the why behind it. I do like the style of the sweater. It is good looking. I love the yarn. Um, but I will tell you, I am knitting an adult sized garment out of sock yarn, and. It just takes a lifetime. It just takes a lifetime. So I kind of go, oh my gosh. I like to sit down and go, oh, I knit for an hour and I'm almost done that sweater. But this one, no. Okay, that's my answer. <laughs>
1: that was a good one.
2: <laughs> what if we do one more round and then yeah. we'll make part two? Is that okay
0: for you? Yeah, I think we can do one more round of questions and we'll be at a good place to stop. Perfect. That would be about like half of our questions. So awesome. Yeah. Um, okay, so for my last question, I guess I have, so this is from Helen, and she asks what you think about Natalie's
2: engagement. What? Oh, I have a think for <laughs> like Helen, who's Helen? <laughs> oh my gosh, I am, now I know who Helen is, I am, I am over the moon, I am so happy, I am, I mean, I could probably speak for all of us, but again, you're asking me questions, I am thrilled. I am so um, happy for Chris and Natalie. I have known Natalie, I've known you for, wow, what, 15 years at least?
1: At least, yeah.
2: I mean, we Mm -hmm. have been through, I was telling Ed when we were talking about the other night, I'm like, oh my goodness, we have lived through the day where Natalie came to Kids Knit and was Taylor Swift. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) We have lived through proms theater, mm-hmm. college, everything, job, you know, careers. Um, and so it's, it's just like part of the journey. And we, I'm just so happy. And I think Chris is a really lucky guy. No. <laughs> and uh, you're, you're a lucky guy too. You're a great couple. So I'm thrilled.
1: Thank, I- you. <laughs> Thank
2: you. I'm so excited. I know. It's like, and i not having my own kids. I kind of take this theory. Personally, I'm just like I'm staying on the edge, but uh, it makes me really happy. So thrilled! Now I
1: Thanks, you guys. You're
2: welcome. I we just love you so much.
1: Oh, <laughs> I love you guys too. I love you guys so much. <laughs> Stop! We're gonna start crying. I <laughs> No, no being emotional no. over here. Don't no, do it. <laughs> I promise. It's it's very happy, but it's okay. No tears need to be shed. <laughs> All right. um My next question. I think this is a really good one. um It might take a few minutes, but Annie asked, "What are your top five knitting shop memories?"
2: Oh, wow. Okay, this is. I love these questions too, because you know what? Part of this retirement is what I would. I really want to like. If I think about like I said. I, first of all I'm still like in shock that I'm retiring I'm like am I really doing this um, and then I go wow and but I also wanted to be I want to take this time to treasure and enjoy and savor all those things that we've done as a knitting shop um, so this is great it gets me thinking and uh, well okay they were big things um, I always love well let's go kids knit I I, I think kids knit our summer camps let's go to summer camps. Actually, summer camps is a great memory. I can't say that those were easy days or easy weeks. I can't say that I didn't gain 20 pounds every week we did camp. (laughs) It was was a lot of food, Uh, but it was a great experience. And when I look back on what we did and the children who came to it, it was pretty amazing. So that's a great memory. Another great memory is um, the longest day, being able to have the longest day for in recognition of Alzheimer's, and um, again, everybody's participation and the events that we planned, and just all the great memories. I always love that. Um, the bus trips that we we did, and we haven't done them. Well, we did like three or four of them, but or maybe a little bit more than that. But those are great memories. I mean, none of this has to do with knitting right now, but um, it has it's to do with knitters. yeah, it has to do with knitters. Yeah, it's knit shop. It's knitters. It's and again, it just drives me right back around to really, as we remember, you know, as we reflect and, and you know, look backwards, look forwards, it, this was always more than a knitting shop. Of course, it's a knitting shop, it's what we love, but it's all these things that went with it. Um, what am I up to? Three, three. Um, mm-hmm. three. okay. Um, every beginner class, every single beginner class, you know, there's just something about that, that just, Makes your heart soar to see that person break through and get it—the light bulb go on—and also to know that what we love will go on. I, I love that that this this will continue on. And um, lunch, I just love Saturday lunch. <laughs> okay, can we get another question? I gotta stop. Lunch. Does <laughs> that five? Did I do yes. yeah, That's five. five? okay.
3: I'm surprised lunch wasn't first because that was always the top of the list <laughs> on our our to do list every day is order food, first thing.
2: It is. It is it's there. <laughs> All right. All right.
3: First, think later. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So last question for this one, um, from Robin. Where do you get your pillows for the bolster pillows for the patterns that we're
2: selling on our website? Oh. They're gray pillows too. And they are the ones that I truly love. I tried to substitute them, didn't work out so well. It did not. Um, so I get them on Amazon. Oh, I know in my Amazon account, I can find that information. I don't have it at my fingertips right now. So, um, but they do, we do get them from Amazon. They are 12 by 20 bolsters. They come two in a pack and I can definitely um, uh, follow up on that. I can definitely, or if if Robin is listening, send me an email. I'd be happy to to give you the um, details from Amazon, but, and they've been um, very reliable for us. So I I did, we were originally doing it through um, Joanne's.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Ben, that got hard with the pandemic, you know, the supply chain thing, ugh. Um, but Amazon. Anyway, if she can get back, if she wants more details, email me, I can share that. All right. Um, well,
0: that is our last round of questions for this episode. So it looks like there's not too much sweat
2: on your brow, Kathy. <laughs>
0: you
1: braved that really
2: well. <laughs> I couldn't go any further right now I mean, in a wonderful way. Those are great questions great questions and i'm enjoying this so much because it really does it really does bring back a lot of um, great memories emotions so and that's you know it's a celebration so yeah yeah we again next week i don't see yeah. what okay we'll finish <laughs> sure. okay you said there's more questions right yeah
0: there's there's more questions that we didn't get to ask on this episode um so i think they might actually make up a whole Part two, if we put our minds to it. But for today, is there any other updates that you'd like to share? Anybody have anything for the good of the group here?
2: The good of the group. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just shout out three quick things? Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm thinking that we will have a, maybe a lot of new listeners since we really put this out there and they've submitted some questions. So, just three things worth tuning into the to our podcast is always to hear what is on its way, what is coming. So um, the newsletter went out on Monday, it is fabulous. If you haven't found yours or read it, please go look for it and open every single one of those links. It's, It's just the most beautiful newsletter. It's our finale. Um, and I have nothing to do with that, Brianna, you, you did it. So make sure everybody does take the time. And if you can't find it and you're listening, just let us know. I want to be sure we can get that to you. Um, and then the second thing is Small Business Saturday. Can we whisper that just a little bit? Okay. So we're definitely participating Small Business Saturday. It is the Saturday of Thanksgiving weekend and it will be an outdoor event. And I guess we could drop one more breadcrumb every week. So the date is Saturday, November 27th. And I have on my calendar nine to four. Does that seem right? I, I uh, think for so. Like that? Tentatively. Or yeah, tentatively. Four. Stay tuned. There'll be more information coming, but it will be an after event. So it'll be a great day of um, shopping. And I think it'll be a great day for people who have really been you know, looking forward to making sure they have um, a contact, a connection with their friends or what futures are looking like. A great day um, outside in our parking lot to shop and socialize. And I think there was one more thing and I can't remember it, so oh well.
0: (laughs) Um, The kit of the week this week, I think might be the last thing.
2: All right, anybody ready to talk about the kit of the week? (laughs) (laughs) I know it's good. And I know people are buying it already. I can tell you that much. <laughs> so,
0: Just go, go to our website.
2: <laughs> yeah, go to our website. See the kid of the week. Yeah, very exciting. There was three projects. I do know that. A hat. Is there a scarf? I think Okay, so I
1: have it. I got okay. it.
2: Right. There's the
1: Midas hat, which is an experienced project. The I think it's called the P2 mitts. They're really cute um also experienced you've got the Onet scarf which is like a shawl wrap scarf and that's an easy project um i think that's it and the featured
2: yarn is
1: it is
2: Fino by manos perfect so those are great projects to go with the fino And even if you don't think you want any of those projects, if you want Fino, it's a great way to get it. So cool, all right.
0: Awesome, all right. Any other updates while we're here? I think we covered it all. It's great. Okay, let's let's wrap this up. So if you like our show and wanna find more about us, check out our website um, and follow us on Instagram for right now. And um, that's pretty much it. So hopefully you guys finished your drink by now because it's time for us to bind off. Thank you so much for listening.